Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region. Shalom and good evening or good afternoon, depends on where you're watching from. I'm Jonathan Hessen and welcome to yet another episode of TV7's Editor Note. Joining me here is our production manager, Yair Pinto. And how about we immediately start with prayer to give thanks to the Lord and, and invite him to join us. Sure, no problem. It's the best way to start. Indeed. Our Father in heaven, thank you for being with us. Thank you for allowing us to sit here in the studio, read from your word, and uh, have a conversation amongst brothers and friends. And I really would like to ask you, God, to join us, to speak through us to our viewers and to touch their hearts and uh, really that we will get something out of this uh, program, something from you. B'Shem Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen, amen. All right. Uh, I would like to immediately start today's program also by a short uh, psalm, Psalm 23. It's a psalm that uh, has uh, been with me. Those words have uh, been with me for many years, of course, uh, during... Uh, good days, during bad days, during challenging times, during uh, easy times. Uh, so how about we all open to Psalm 23, mm-hmm. where it reads, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Ye though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. So here we have uh, had a program about two and a half weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I don't keep track anymore with uh, the amount of programs that we uh, managed to produce. But during this time, of course, we continue to focus on the development process, on uh, many other angles of mm-hmm. what we're uh, able to uh, do and, and really uh, listen to carefully uh, uh, really hear what the Lord wants us. Mm-hmm. to do and how we should move forward with TV7 Israel and uh, really develop uh, a ministry for his namesake and not our own and, and to glorify mm-hmm. him while we do it. And it's it's really a, a wonderful opportunity. Yeah, give me a, a little bit of a timeline. What are the most challenging moments mm-hmm. during this time and where do you see the Lord really lift us up every time anew and allow us to proceed to be able to really fulfill uh, his calling for TV7. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, 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 I've been here for almost seven years, so I can give you like an overview from, from the time I started here. But before that, I would like to also to say that I really like the verse that you, that you stated my mother used to send it to me when I was in the military, guarding by text, and it's really encouraging, especially if you're alone in the dark and just standing in guard. So God is always with us, and I think that's a beautiful uh, mm. verse. And regarding our time here in, in TV7, you know, 
in everything in life, there's like ups and downs and also times of halt. So, uh, well, you know more than, more than anybody else that uh, TV7 Israel News started uh, with, uh, I think, first of all, Jerusalem Studio once a month or once every, you know, uh, well, once every, uh, you know, a few times, and then it grew. And then it came into past Israel News, which started to, at uh, eight minutes a day, and then it grew. And then it was a few years with, that we had only Jerusalem Studio and Israel News. And we really were seeking the law to see how, how can we advance? What's the next step? How can we really create more programs that are more, you know, with the Bible, more... Uh, prayer, more, not just current event, because, you know, our, as you keep saying, our vision is to educate people and give them truthful information about the Middle East and uh, what's going on in the region, and then um, ask them to join us in prayer and intercession for the situation, prayer for the peace of Jerusalem, mm. okay? So we have, on one side, our programs that are, you know, educational and, you uh, giving information about the area in the Middle East with experts like Jerusalem Studio, Middle East Review, and, and more programs like that, the news, of course. And then on the other side, we have programs of prayer, Jerusalem Praise. We have also and My Brother's Keeper and uh, TV7's Times Observer, which combines actually uh, the two. So I think in hard times, it's always a matter of uh, finance, you know, because... We can't do more than what we have uh, the money to do. You know, we need to be practical about things. We need to pay salaries. We need to pay electricity. We need to pay uh, uh, for computers, editing suites, uh, cameras. We just updated the system uh, a few years ago. And it was all blessings and miracles that God put on someone's heart to donate uh, to a specific uh, equipment or a specific program. And then it came to pass. So I think that that's, these, are, these are the times of challenges. So, but God really opens the door. So we, we do with what God gives us our best to our ability. And we really, you know, do everything, as, as you know, with, with what we have. And sometimes, as we said last program, we even go into projects with faith because we believe that God will provide, and He does. Mm. So I think that in order for us to do more and more productions, we really need you know, the support of our viewers as we are a ministry based, uh, based only on donations. We don't have commercials. We don't uh, do like, um, I don't know, any money from other, other than donations. So which I, I think it's, it's only, there are only pro, pros to it. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, we're human. So we, we may also um, look at the cons uh, from time, uh, from time to time. But um, as believers, it allows us to live by faith. And the significance of being able to be a donation-based ministry. Uh, there were different uh, situations where uh, we had opportunities to become market-based. And, yes. and it was uh, good that we didn't. Because ultimately, market-based means you're influenced. You're mm -hmm. influenced by the market. You're influenced by uh, people who demand a certain <coughs> agenda. Excuse me. Yeah, a certain line or a certain, um, you know, point of view. <clears throat> and by being a donation-based, you know, our viewers back at home, we don't have 
to answer like to someone's agenda because we at the moment we are actually being funded by more than a hundred you know donations from all over the world it's like it's, it's the viewer is back at home well, thousands actually. Yeah. but yeah you know um, thousands of people who are coming together um, uh, pre- predominantly so uh, we are uh, under uh, the the TV7 family mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, the Finnish uh, broadcast in Helsinki uh, with many of our brothers and sisters in Finland standing with us supporting us uh, really it's uh, without the uh, the family we, we call ourselves a family without this family who really lifted us up I mean I um, had people send me messages uh, in circumstances where devastating things happened uh, and they had no idea, but they sent me a message. I read the message and it was so uplifting, you know, and uh, with with prophecies that came true that, that were subsequently materialized in in reality where I had no capacity to uh, to really uh, manipulate or it, it wasn't uh, in my um, ability to to temper with. Mm-hmm. So. It, it really is a humbling journey, a humbling journey. And I'm talking about personal life as well as uh, the the work in, mm-hmm. in TV7 as a ministry uh, because ultimately we're so dedicated and we, we are a small team. So we need to do a lot in order to be able to materialize all those different programs. And, and uh, just uh, uh, the news, uh, TV7 Israel News, it, it is an around-the-clock job from the morning till the night, during the nights, um, staying tuned to the different uh, whispers uh, throughout the region, to the statement throughout the region, to know what to identify uh, with uh, uh, a small event happening in Turkey which may impact the situation in Australia and New Zealand or uh, things like that. So you really see uh, the various uh, things that are happening and God provides us by means of, of his guidance through the uh, grace and, and, and direction of the Holy Spirit to know where to focus on, what to look at, how to identify the, the right topics to discuss. And before every program, before every TV7 Israel news, uh, I sit here, I pray, and I ask God to guide and, and uh, lead the people to know how to deal with the information that they may, may be nourished and really pray for the situation. But, of course, those things, um, this around-the-clock uh, work, which is taking a toll, it's very demanding, it's very challenging, uh, not only for me, but for all of us as a team mm-hmm. uh, who are surrounding me and supporting me so uh, uh, diligently to be able to uh, to write all those uh, articles per day and to be able to produce all those programs. It's really uh, by the grace of God that we're able to do that. And I'd like to to actually touch, because, you know, just several days was, of course, Valentine's Day, and, and mm-hmm. everybody uh, regards Valentine's Day as a commercial holiday, you know, the commercial holiday for mates to be together. But what is Valentine? Uh, who is Who was Valentine? Valentine was actually a minister during the Roman Empire of the third century who ministers uh, who ministered to persecuted Christians he stood with the persecuted church and uh, provided them with 
not only words of encouragement, but with food and, and the accounts that are written in the scrolls uh, about uh, St. Valentine, uh, he really went and stood by the various uh, people who were under penalty of death. And for he, their faith. For their faith in Jesus. And ultimately, he was also killed. Uh, there are different accounts about this. It's still not yeah. entirely clear, but it, it just shows how uh, such a momentous occasion remembering a person who stood with his brothers and sisters who were persecuted for their faith in Jesus Christ mm -hmm. has become commercial for the sake of mammon. And we need always to choose. Are we choosing God or are we choosing mammon? And everything we do here, um, we want to do with love. Yeah. And mammon is, is the Hebrew word for finance, for treasure. For, for fortune. Yeah. For fortune, for the fortunes of, of material mm -hmm. Uh, good. Materialism. Indeed. And then uh, when you're talking to someone and you ask, okay, Mama what is your uh, mammon? Uh, it's more of a, uh, how, what is your net saldo? Well, what is the finance that you have uh, accumulated? Mm -hmm. But uh, being able to be free of the commercial aspects of things and saying, no, we want to be part of what God intended, the, the, the root cause Mm -hmm. of what Valentine was initially commemorated for was his love for the church, his love for uh, his brothers and sisters in Christ who stood there at the point of death. Many of them killed. He himself killed as well. And still it was to commemorate the fact that we need to be united as one in love mm -hmm. for the sake of our Heavenly Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I'd like to immediately also jump into 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 13. It is First uh, Corinthians chapter 13. Every year on, on Valentine's Day, um, we send it to all the ladies of uh, the, the office, office. Uh, with uh, this specific scripture. And uh, with flowers. And with flowers. <laughs> flowers are very important. Um, my first job was actually picking flowers in uh, Kosa in, in the Netherlands. And uh, I, I always remember <laughs> that time as very encouraging and fun. But let's read. First um, Corinthians 13. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become as sounding brass or a cla uh, clanging cymbal. And though I have the gifts of prophecy and understand all mysteries... And all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and, uh, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, th uh, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we 
know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I, have, uh, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childhood things. For now we see in a mirror, dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. And now abide by faith, hope, love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. And what is love if not the embodiment of God's will in, in this reality that has been manifested through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? You know, he knows what is love. And that's why I always love the focus here also about, you know, uh, we, we know some things, we prophesy some things, but when Jesus comes, prophecies are not needed anymore. We will all know the fulfillment of truth. And the fulfillment of truth is love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the disciples asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? You know, and back then it was the, you know, they were Jews in Israel, so they had all the Bibles and the laws of Moses still. Mm. So they asked, what is the greatest commandment? And he said, first of all, love my father, uh, God, with all your heart, with all your soul and with, with everything. And then love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. So it's all about love. Loving God, first of all, and loving each other. Your neighbors, your friends, your family. Amen. Amen. Your enemies. And we want to stand here together and doing uh, just that. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's um, important to, to say that whatever we do, we do as one body. And we want to be one body. It doesn't matter what denomination you come from. It doesn't matter where uh, you um, are from, where do you live, where uh, your origins are. All what matters is your being born again. Being born again from above through the grace and love of our Heavenly Father who sent His only Son that we may not perish, you know, but have everlasting life with Him. And as such, we, we are currently, of course, uh, if you follow closely uh, the various productions of TV7 Israel, you see, of course, TV7 Israel News, Jerusalem Studio, Siri mentioned, Editor's Note, uh, the Times Observer, Middle East Review, uh, My Brother's Keeper, which is uh, also a very, what a blessing it is, you know, mm -hmm. to see uh, uh, Pastor Andrew Brunson. And, and no, it's great to brother. hear about all these, you know, persecution, persecuted Christians that have such a strong faith in these, you know, faraway countries with regimes that are not you know, open to freedom of religion, like, you know, many people in the West take for granted, mm -hmm. you know, the ability to get together, pray, to worship, 
you know, without being afraid for your life or for being in- incarcerated because of it. So it's it's really an eye opener, and we need to thank God for what we have. And I think it's here and very important to note. Very important to note. It's actually a message I received from mm-hmm. different uh, people um, from countries uh, beyond Israel to the east. Um, and north and, and different places where persecution is very much uh, ongoing uh, and people from from various churches who are persecuted uh, in in very tough conditions and uh, the they all sent me the messages in uh, about a week apart which was quite intriguing but they say you know what yeah, every day at the end of the news you ask to pray and for our per- persecuted brethren uh, for our persecuted brothers and sisters and when I say brethren I mean obviously brothers and sisters uh, I've been also asked to change that and, and I uh, took that with love um, but uh, they asked pray also for those who persecute me mm-hmm. in in different capacities and it, it's, it's so humbling yeah. that a person who is being persecuted is saying please pray for them and That they also might know why I am in the place where I am and why I choose to be persecuted because it is a choice in dire conditions you know and it's it's amazing to see that still they want to share the gospel with those who persecute them they want to love them they want to encourage them even though you know our, our uh, capacity as human is not always as forgiving and and we should forgive you We should forgive those who wrong us and uh, make a difference you know and, and be a difference for our surroundings uh, in love mm-hmm. now um, I want to uh, actually unveil that we're communicating about uh, producing new programs mm-hmm. um, one of those uh, very important programs is uh, a program that we want to hold people or ministries actually mm-hmm. accountable there's a, a very big program uh, Um, industry I, I may call it but I, I don't know exactly what word to, or terminology to use for this specifically uh, of uh, Christians from all over the world supporting ministries in Israel uh, who are uh, many of them are doing a very important job in uh, really uh, supporting people who are poor Holocaust survivors uh, people who are are in uh, dire need in in various capacities also uh, schools organizations and and such and such and uh, one of the things that we realized that uh, is quite necessary in light of the fact that it, it's uh, there is so much money involved uh, there is of course the whole aspect of uh, choosing between Mammon and God as uh, we mentioned with regard to uh, the Valentine's Day um, but here specifically, Uh, we need we need we as a body uh, we need to hold uh, the organizations representing us when we so accede mm-hmm. into an organization into a ministry into uh, a church we expect that uh, organization to be accountable mm-hmm. for that seed that we sow so we want to la- uh, launch an investigative program that will really uh, hold those organizations accountable and Whoever uh, treats the finance in a correct manner mm-hmm. according to the word and according to uh, God's principles will be uplifted because people will be able to see that they're being accountable for their actions yes. and organizations that are not 
uh, will uh, uh, hopefully correct their ways and, and uh, uh, not continue in the course that they do. Unfortunately, there are many organizations uh, that are uh, not good stewards. Uh, and it's not only in Israel, it's, it's all over the world. Uh, there are still so many poor people. There are so many uh, Holocaust survivors and, and uh, people under, uh, we call it the poverty line, uh, within the, the context of, of Israel, of course, uh, that uh, it, it raises questions. Where, uh, they're, they're communicating about a billion-dollar industry, okay? yeah. where a billion dollars enter Israel specifically for organizations treating those people. So ha if there are only a few thousands left who are under the poverty line, uh, how is it possible that where is not... the money? Exactly. You know? where, where is the money? Where does it go? Uh, is it going into the wrong hands mm -hmm. or into the right hand. So yeah. this is one of the organizations. Now, uh, there are other programs, of course, uh, that have to do with uh, uh, providing more education. Uh, we communicate, excuse me, we communicated about this in the past as well, where we want to uh, go in the footsteps of Jesus throughout mm -hmm. the land, identify what it's all about and such. And we're still praying for uh, the right people, for the right people. Uh, 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 backing in order to do that, and, and we'll be able to do that in the near future, I, I hope and pray. And then the third thing, and, and that's the most important thing, we don't have very much time left, so uh, just to put this out there, uh, during the month of March, we are going to move ahead and uh, seek a third party in order to launch a, a new platform. Mm -hmm. So we want to... Um, be less on on the social media aspects we want to be less um reliant on on youtube on facebook on, on those uh, various platforms and to have a platform which will be an ott over the top technology mm -hmm. an application on the phone yes. uh, in layman's terms and and a website that will really accommodate all of the productions that we're creating that people will be able to have uh, a safe environment to interact in to uh, really be a part of, of TV7, to have a direct line to us here in Jerusalem and be able to communicate together mm -hmm. and see how the Lord allows us to really lift his name and uh, be good stewards for uh, the, the tools and, and the programs that we have yes. had the opportunity to produce. Um, but other than that, uh, Yair, we have, of course, a new employee also, uh, uh, who is uh, now part of the team. Uh, she helps me a lot. Um, uh, one of her titles is also uh, to assist me in, in all kind of uh, endeavors as uh, our schedules are becoming more and more yes. packed uh, with uh, different uh, responsibilities. But we also have the opportunity to uh, communicate with uh, our viewers at home and, and uh, be really a family together and, and being able to encourage one another uh, as such. Um, other than that... Uh, yes, we really want to, to encourage, uh, you know, our viewers back at home to communicate with us. Like you, you have been, like, they, like you have been, you sent us, like, if something is on your hearts and is bothering you, feel free to send us an email or comment. We really put an effort to answering each and every one of you. And uh, I think that... Uh, our viewers are really part of us. You know, we start the day by talking about what emails 
we receive from our viewers, what comments, what did they say, if we should work on something to, you know, to make things better for them, like this platform is meant to be. Indeed, and, and please remain patient with us as we receive overwhelming number of uh, emails and comments yeah. and messages and, uh, and uh, for various uh, mediums of communication. Uh, we try to respond to all of you. Um, there are emails that are still waiting for months, uh, some of them uh, who I want to really take my personal time and, and really communicate back as should be. Um, and uh, right before we end, also, please, if you would like to have any questions to our TV7 Middle East review, to Dr. Lehrman and Ambassador Ayalon, send your requests, uh, your questions via email to info at tv7israelnews.com. Uh, we will make sure that uh, uh, some of those uh, questions will uh, reach them and they'll be able to answer them yes. at the end of the programs. But this is all the time that we have for today. Thank you, Yair, for being in today's program. And I'd like to thank our viewers and we will look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for joining us in another TV7 Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us on social media.